0: Welcome back, everybody. It is St. Patrick's Day. We have just witnessed maybe the biggest upset in uh, sports history, Farley Dickinson. Hope I said that right. Taking down Purdue. Uh, Purdue, big frauds. We all knew it the whole time. Welcome back. This is the Upside Play brought to you by Royal Retros. And this is the time of the year for Royal Retros because it's free agency. That's what we're covering today. And your team has a new player. I don't care what team you root for. Your team has a new player, um, unless you're the Packers. Packers probably don't have a new player. Yep. They're still yep. being held up. Um, but your team is uh, – they, they got some new people on their sideline. Go to royalretros.com. Use promo code upside play. Get that jersey, um, anything, outerwear. We got it locked down for you. Promo code upside play, 10% off. I'm now, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll keep off Vince for now. We're, we're going to let Vince warm up a little bit until we get to the big talk. Um, so I, I think I could start with the, maybe the Niners. I talked a little Maher. Let's talk about you. You have just been dominating the Riverside streets. Sounds like you're undefeated in pickup games down there. Oh, you know, I think, um, I I went from probably not knowing how to shoot a basketball
1: in my life. The cool thing about competition is that (laughs) (laughs) I, I could, I could hang out with my friends and look like a toddler with a basketball and then go to the park next door and look like Steph Curry. And believe it or not, that's what these guys are calling me. I, um, <laughs> for, for, the, for those that didn't know, I uh, stumbled upon a pickup game last week full of um, 40 to 50-year-olds that are really just trying to find a reason to get away from their wives. And um, they invited me to play, and I've just been completely dominating. They put a 13-year-old on me yesterday. One of the guys brought his son. Can't but guard a, him. I mean, that guy <laughs> too small. Didn't drop before. I'm sure they did yesterday. Uh, does anybody wear a shooting sleeve? Uh, oh, believe it weird. or not, no. We got a couple. We got a, a couple of those. What are they? The the shin sleeves. We got oh, a couple of those in there. Worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe maybe a headband or two.
0: It. Yeah, I, uh, that's that's what I love to see on the pickup court. Someone with a shooting sleeve, particularly the the Nike Elite shooting sleeve from 2012. Um, those guys mean business The steph it curry is,
2: jersey with the matching shorts <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it is football season um you know free agency every year we're just expecting complete pandemonium chaos mm-hmm. and we we got that the first couple days um not as big name worthy we were kind of talking about it early you know not a lot of names where like this is going to drastically change a franchise no tyreek hills moving around this year um but good position players uh absolutely preposterous that Mike McGlinchey is like one of the highest deals so far on the right side um had a good year I'm gonna miss Mike McGlinchey but he got like 87.5 million dollars from the Broncos so Broncos gonna Bronco I think that free agency starting like one day after the brackets are announced after selection Sunday good lord a little upset with that um but I do have Javon Hargrave Big-time playmaker coming from Maher's Eagles over the 49ers, and he got paid very handsomely. He took a pay cut to be with us, which is a good thing to to see. Uh, a lot of pressures created last year. We only got him for 6.6 mil cap hit in 23, so I'm excited about that. Uh, but big-time playmaker coming over to the Niners make that D-line even scarier than they already were.
2: That was honestly, I think, the, the most surprising um, signing of the first day when you saw – Javon Hargrave and you thought like the Falcons or the bears or Houston was going to make it, but you saw San Francisco. You're like, how the fuck are they printing this much money to pay Javon Hargrave right now? It's just, it was, it was insane. And obviously you guys lost players, but not, not enough to like offset Javon Hargrave for sure.
0: I think we've lost 11 guys. Um, and that's, I was going to talk about that. You know, we 49ers have lost more than any other team has. Um, kind of a testament to what kind of culture we were building eagles have gotten some guys back they they've lost a bunch too we just talked about javon i like john lynch's approach he's like one javon's not working out we're just going to get another one at the same position Maher, thoughts on your eagles right now um darius slay came back that was a weird what two hours yeah Uh, not not a great look for some eagles fans you weren't one of them but not a great look for some eagles fans i do have to mention it yeah Uh,
1: and I want to go into a few things. The the first thing that I'll mention is a lot of the Eagles community that I'm around in terms of like social media were not as reactive as I've seen from other platforms. At first, I thought it was just um, a Niners fan base trying to find the Eagles fans that they yeah. want. You know, that's, yeah. how, it that's how I thought <laughs> at first. But then I started seeing some more. Um, you know memes about it i guess across the leagues from fan bases across the country so um i'm sure there were some salty fans there you know and i mean i guess across every community you got your shitty fans you know you got your guys that don't everywhere. know everywhere like you got the guys that eagles fans once jalen hurt put on a jersey or you got the guys that put it on once cmc put a jersey on for the niners and you got those probably the only diehards that are the raider fans that
0: are still around <laughs> you know <laughs> Uh, but in general, your secondary comes back looking better than we anticipated it to be at this point in time. Uh yeah. couple couple really big signings for you guys. How are you feeling right now? I mean, realistically, I'm, you have two first round picks, so I'm, a lot I'm more to
1: pretty happen. Good. I'm feeling pretty good. And I know um initially I thought that Eagles were gonna have more of an offseason as as the Niners are having now with losing so many guys. The mm-hmm. thing I'm okay with is with exception of Javon Hargrave, and really with exception of him, um, I'm okay with every other player that walked. Uh yeah. you know, Miles Sanders, we got we got a a better, better injury prone running back for cheaper than the one that we got away. <laughs> you know, Miles Sanders can't catch the ball in the backfield, Rashad Penny cannot either either. Miles Sanders finally had one healthy season, but um, and I, I think that's really just the distribution of the ball in the backfield that we have right now. And hopefully if we could do that with Rashad Penny then that guy could play well over the million and a half that we're giving him. So um, I love to see that. Talk about the defense. Like you mentioned, we got James Bradbury. I really wanted that to work out because he's a corner that you can um, he's, he's in his prime right now, you know, whereas Darius Slay may be declining in his prime. Everybody in the locker room seemed to really want Darius Slay. I was okay with him. I didn't want him to walk. I was okay with him to walk given that I don't think I don't see his value the money that he's getting paid but i'm glad that he's around and the cool cool thing is obviously we have uh uh cj chauncey Gardner. that little um we're still kind of waiting on that i think we're in a bidding war with cincinnati with him i would like him back but now that we have two good corners back i wouldn't overpay for a safety because i think he's a great safety don't get me wrong but a reason why he was so much better this year was because he didn't really have that pressure of having to um, keep an eye out for a receiver that may be open. He almost was able to play as like a rover. So it was like, yeah, kind of keep these guys in your peripheral, but really you can focus on keeping your eye on the ball. And really when any safety has that freedom, he could perform well. When he got hurt, Reed Blankenship, a rookie in the seventh round, I think, didn't perform like he did, but performed really well. And it's because he had that freedom where it's if you see a ball in the air, go for it. And if it looks like a run, then you can bite on the run and smack someone in the face. You know, so that's why I, I'd like to see him back. But if we're going to play this bidding war, then we have to let him walk. But um, with the exception of that, we got our guys back. It's clearly a run it back type of year. But we do have that youth. We do have that draft picks. We did get depth that corner. I like Greedy Williams coming out of the draft. Obviously, he didn't perform with the Browns. I'd like to see him perform. Now that he has some guidance and he is a depth player as opposed to a starter.
0: Um, so I'm, I'm extremely satisfied with how our offseason has been going. I think uh, with just in uh, when talking about Gardner Johnson, two good points. So one is he was in a perfect scenario. Um, he had an elite D line that had to, you know, they were getting to the mm-hmm. quarterback, then an elite secondary with him. So I, I think that he was in a perfect spot with you and the numbers really showed that. And then also, you say a bidding war for the safety. Safeties are not getting paid right now. And yeah, I think that's good news for you because I think that he'd be willing to come back on maybe I wouldn't say a team friendly deal, but knowing that safeties aren't getting paid this year, he can come back, still be with this elite group, put up great numbers, and then really go get a bag next offseason when there's not a lot of guys on the market. And, and I, uh, I will say. Just some, just a little gossip that I've been hearing from the Eagles community.
1: He did tweet the disrespect is real and deleted it five minutes later. And I also hear that he's asking 17 million a year, is what he's looking for. So, Goodbye. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah so, see ya. Uh, you know, I don't Goodbye. know if that's the type of money that, um, uh, what's his name that went to Atlanta, the safety for Jesse Cincinnati? Yeah. Jesse Bates, Jesse yeah, Bates got I, way too much money. Yeah, so I, I think he's looking for a similar deal, and the fact that. Cincinnati's not going to pay a guy that's familiar with the defense that much money, but they're going to pay some guy, um, for like from the Eagles to do that. You know, that's why I find it hard to believe he's uh going to get humbled. He's a good player, but he's going to have to get humbled and and be on a shitty team for a lot of money. Or if he really wants to run it back and try to win that ring, you're right. He's going to have to join some team friendly deal. And Jesse I mean, Bates
0: is that that deal is so funny to me. And Falcons fans are overjoyed about getting jesse bates and then I'm, I'm just kind of thinking in my head i'm like oh, don't you guys want lamar jackson like that mm-hmm. that mvp that 26 year old mvp and I, I feel bad that Zudo is not here to defend himself but no they don't they, they, they do not tyler want a quarterback Veneke. they they don't want a quarterback at all they they want tyler taylor heineke they it, it just doesn't make any sense to me man I, I don't understand it um commanders did the same thing they go out and get jacoby Brissett. So, Lamar is kind of the big domino to fall right now. We're waiting on Aaron Rodgers, who was on the McAfee show, said that he's been locked in on the Jets, was going to retire, wants to play for the Jets now. So, we're waiting for that trade piece to fall. But we have had some very exciting trades. Uh, Vince hit us with some trades that happened.
2: Yeah, I mean, just uh, the first overall pick was traded right before the, you know, the tampering period worked, and it was – the number one overall pick to the Panthers for number nine, um, I believe, twenty twenty three or something. Yeah, DJ Moore and pick 63. They, they got a fucking haul for it. And um, uh, if I'm a Panthers fan, I don't think I love that for my team. But as a Bears fan, I am elated that we got a haul just because Lovey Smith decided to go for two in a meaningless weekend team game.
0: yeah seriously the the bears made out like bandits i think the kicker i mean we're going to talk about the the raiders right the raiders Mm -hmm. were in for that number one pick and i haven't seen a report that says it but it feels like a situation where the bears were getting an offer from the panthers parlayed what it was over to the raiders said can you match this and then the the panthers went back and said take dj moore take them yeah. off our hands it's fine like we need this pick we need this quarterback and vince who, who's going 101 who, who are the panthers taking at the first pick
2: um my i a think it's to our richardson. mock i think it's anthony richardson i think i don't, I don't think we make <laughs> that big of a move not for a not for you know an actual home run swing but I, it should be cj stroud but i believe it's anthony richardson
0: Nine and 27 in his last college game. I think that's a, a good point that you bring up is if you're going to trade all that away, it's gotta be a guy that if it all works out, they're going to be the cream of the crop, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, he's the the high ceiling kind of guy, the unlimited potential, but we haven't seen it yet. So I, I could, yeah. I could see that being the pick yeah. as well. I, I don't know if Maher from your experience with Frank Reich, does this seem like a guy that you would take in?
1: Um. I mean, I feel like all the quarterbacks aren't really Frank right guys, as crazy mm-hmm. as that sounds. I really like – just to kind of justify their trade, I think the reason why they had such a a big haul for that number one pick with – because it seems like – I don't know. From what I've been hearing, it seems like they're high on a few guys. Like, it yeah. doesn't seem like they're high on that one guy. And the reason why I think they really were hungry for that 101, I think it's the first – I got to check the draft order again, but I think it's the first time in a few years where – Really, with exception of that 101, all those top five to top seven teams kind of can use a quarterback. So um, it's like if you're not going to take the 101, no one else is going to trade that pick for you because they're hoping for a quarterback, too. So it's like, yeah, we we probably didn't want to sacrifice so much for the 101, but the 102 to 105 is probably not available. Yeah.
2: So Houston at two, they're taking a the quarterback most likely, probably a 95% chance they're doing it. Uh, Arizona, Kyler's coming off the injury. That's his prime trade back spot too. So if you really needed to get your guy and you had three in mind that you wanted to take, might as well just go get the one that was easily accessible to you. I yeah. know you had to give up a hole, but the number one, uh, number one pick is is worth it if you if you think your team is good enough to go. But the Panthers also did sign Andy Dalton. I know it doesn't move the needle a lot, but it's a professional. It, he's a he's an actual professional quarterback who does stuff the right way. He might might not be great, but might be the starter if Anthony Richardson needs an, uh, needs a year to uh, to sit on the bench.
0: I would say with any quarterback that gets drafted, outside of like a very elegant scenario, um, like maybe the Seahawks, where like there's a pre uh, like a Geno Smith like potential injury, something mm-hmm. like that. I think every quarterback would benefit from sitting. Every single one of these guys. CJ Stroud is probably the only one where I could see like how oh, you could maybe start him right away. But um Bryce Young getting acclimated. Anthony Richardson, I I could talk all day about how he's not ready. Uh Will Levis was fucking terrible at Kentucky last year. So any guy that's in this top range, I could definitely see them sitting. Andy Dalton got two years, 10 million. So mm-hmm. he's probably going to get some games started there yeah um, i
1: mean if, if not they're really as ironic as it sounds is setting their quarterback up to look like how the bears set up justin fields and just threw him in an absolute dumpster fire his first year
0: yeah i mean who knows i mean st- sometimes it pays off sometimes it doesn't yeah. um but yeah I, I just think when i look at all these guys and look at all the veteran qbs that are kind of circulating around right now i wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see any rookies starting week one at the quarterback position
1: um, and I, just to stay on quarterbacks, I know this is kind of off topic, but I just want to see. Um, you know, I just, I just want to daydream for a little bit. Any chance, and if so, if there is a chance, Niners can kind of trade a, I don't know, a first round pick in this cheap
0: quarterback group that they have for Lamar Jackson, because he'd be absolutely beautiful in that offense. I would, Vince would probably know better than me. I would have to look into how we would sign Lamar Jackson because I, yeah. I was under the impression that you would need to give two first round yep. picks mm-hmm. if we were to sign him. Plus the Ravens would have the off- offer to match it, but we can't give two first round picks because we've already yeah. given away our picks for Trey Lance. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You were, this is the last year you're paying for Trey Lance's draft pick, right? Or is it next year yes. too? Yes, but you won't be able to talk to Lamar or sign Lamar until after the draft because the two first round picks need to be after um the two first yeah. round picks need to be right after the draft. So you won't be able to talk to Lamar until then, but by that time he should be long gone.
0: Yeah, and I mean to Miami talk about too. It. That was the
2: whole Miami thing as well.
0: Yeah. Sam Darnold is on the 49ers, signed a I mean, rather more lucrative deal for what a lot of Niners fans think would be our QB three um realistically you have to go into camp and you have to have two quarterbacks that's the bare minimum that you need to do brock purdy's not going to be ready so the, it makes sense why we signed sam darnold to that contract it's very incentive laid in where he, i think he can make up to like 10 million dollars something yeah. like that if he gets all these starts and all this random stuff kind of similar to what we did with jimmy you. g you know the similar to what we did with jimmy g uh I don't think that Trey is going to be out the door. I think Trey will be our QB one in training camp. Um, He's going to have to play his dick off in the first three weeks of the season. If he is a starter, if he wants to keep the job, because what it sounds like, and this is not my opinion, just what it sounds like from our front office, who is very tight lipped and doesn't let things get out too often, but it sounds like Brock's the guy. Um, Brock certainly played like the guy down the stretch last year. Um, could call it a sin. People are calling it a insanity run. Not, not what I believe, but you know, I, I could see how from an outside perspective you would think that. Uh, but it, it feels like the front office yeah. thinks that Brock is the guy, the Sam Darnold move. I was happy right away. It didn't concern me about Trey at all. I think it'll be those two in OTAs. It'll be those two in training camp when Brock's healthy, probably by week three, week four. Um, that's when it's going to turn into fucking chaos again, but 49ers you know, fan base is always chaos. So I'm really not even fucking worried about it, man. I I feel like I've been to, I feel like I was at world war one and I'm ready to go into world war two. It's just, it's just what it is with these guys, dude. Like I I'm just ready for action. Yeah. And I think
1: Sam Darnold, as crazy as it sounds, given your current quarterback room is the perfect quarterback to say, Hey, we're not looking for you to compete, but we just need a body here. You know, it's like, I'm not trying to, I don't don't want to instigate this quarterback controversy, but we're going to need a guy game one, you know?
0: Yeah. I I think Sam Darnold, realistically, we wanted him like two years ago. There was like rumors Mm -hmm. about Kyle trying to bring him in already. Um, So it made sense. And he's a very, he was, he showed that he was more than competent with Carolina last year when he was in. Um, I think for a QB three, 4.5 is a lot to pay or whatever the deal is, 3.5, 4.5 million. But we're in a position where our quarterback room is so cheap already. It doesn't really matter. Um, We are penny-pinching right now. We have 11 draft picks. We need to use them. But, yeah, I'm not mad about Sam Darnold. Happy he's on the team. Um, I think he's – you know, we have two quarterbacks that were drafted third overall, very high-talent guys, and then we have Brock Purdy, who is the story of all stories. So,
1: I'm not super worried. Just to um, kind of go back on how
0: you said you guys
1: wanted Sam Darnold a couple years ago, I think it's worth noting that uh, Chip Kelly back in the day with the Eagles wanted to trade four first-round picks for a guy, and uh, happy to
0: announce that 11 years later we got our guy, Marcus <laughs> Mariota. <laughs> <Go> Marcus Ducks, <laughs> baby. Yeah, that that's hilarious. Um, Marcus Mariota got a better deal than Sam Darnold did too. Yeah. Much better deal. Uh, Which I think sense. is worth
1: it. You're, you're backing up a running quarterback. You know, you fit the scheme. I think it makes sense. Yeah, I mean – I'll
2: I, never I, understand why more teams don't do that and put, like, more – of a quarterback that fits your starting quarterback as your backup. Like the Ravens do it perfectly with Lamar
0: and Tyler Huntley. Especially especially if you have a guy on a rookie deal, sorry. But like guys on rookie deals, it's like – I think uh, an objective way to look at it is we have X amount of dollars to spend on the quarterback position. Let's fill it out the best way we can rather than like being greedy with it and then hoping that other positions can fill out so well that you're going to be there anyway. I think that's kind of what the 49ers were trying to do the past couple of years, and it very clearly backfired. Fuck you, Josh Johnson. Um, and so it's we're, we're here now. Josh Johnson's great. Piece of shit. <laughs> Giants had pretty a uh, pretty eventful
1: offseason, I'd say. I think a, yeah. a good move to um, franchise Saquon, even though I think that you can get um, – I think it'd be more value for a team to secure a guy like that for the next three years because I could see him having a good year this year. And then you're in that develop that dilemma of having to pay him or not. So I kind of like guys in this area of their career to kind of lock them in for like three to four years, just like I I thought the Raiders should have done with Josh Jacobs last year or this year even. But um, yeah, that Danny Jones thing, I'm gonna scratch my head on that until he produces.
0: Um, but I think yeah, they're they're kind let's, of. Let's let's be real. You're an Eagles fan. I tweeted out. I'm not even in the NFC East. I tweet. I was. Eagles fans had to have been belly yeah. laughing. Yeah. When they saw Daniel Jones getting forty million dollars a year.
2: That's Josh, Josh insane. Allen makes 43.
0: Like it's absolutely preposterous what that market had gotten to. Um, his agent, the complete opposite of Derek Carr's agent, because he got him an absolute bag. Um, and they franchise tag Saquon. I get it. Running back isn't is important in the long run. That's what the NFL thinks. There's salary limits per position, yada, yada, yada. Forty million dollars for Daniel Jones when yeah. you're entering, you know, a, a QB year like you are, and Lamar Jackson's just kind of sitting there, just all these things. I I did not love that from a team that showed so much last year. Um, I get it they showed it with Daniel Jones, but the guy was producing like 240 yards at total offense a game.
2: Yeah, 15 that, touchdowns I, last year. That's it's just the only time not he's ever 40 thrown million. more than 15 was his rookie year.
1: I'm Which convinced that it's million. I'm convinced it's a way to to fucking force the Eagles to pay Jalen Hurts a hundred million dollars a year or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that. That's the worst part about it. It's the position that it put the Eagles in to have to like justify paying this guy a lot more than Daniel Jones.
0: I wish Patrick is also
2: not an idiot. Like he's Pat- gonna know like Daniel Jones ain't worth forty million dollars.
0: Our guy Patty was just over the moon about it just that was, daniel that was, Jones. i was shocked at that i was like what are you talking about danny dollars dude he's like what uh but patrick's happy for daniel uh but yeah darren waller i don't know if we really got into darren waller there but the third round that the cap that you know the cap hit that the raiders were expecting from him just wasn't really worth it they go and get another guy that can work down the middle in jacoby myers yeah. very tight end heavy draft and i think that your front mm-hmm. office knows that um i'd say there's maybe seven tight ends, six realistically that are starting tight ends in the league. I think there's yeah. six this year in the draft. Um, Sam Laporta would be so perfect for a new quarterback for you guys that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but Darren Waller gone. Sad. He, he got traded on his honeymoon. Yeah, yeah that's, that's some game. solid uh, free agent
1: tight ends as well. I know Gasicki got signed today, right? With the Pat, it uh, was it, Pat's? Yeah, uh, yeah, Patriots.
0: Dalton yeah. Schultz is still out there. Vince's oh, guy. I, yeah, oh Vince
2: my is. God. Um, yeah, the Darren Waller situation was um, shocking to say the least, but 11 million cap savings for a player who looked like it didn't quite fit as Josh McDaniel's type of tight end that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, McD- or, uh, Waller played 65% of his snaps out in the slot um, and 175 in line. So that's not what McDaniel's wants. McDaniels, yeah. McDaniel Daniel wants an inline blocker as tight end who can come out catch a few passes. We don't need a seventy-five catch tight end. Um, Jacoby Myers, like when, when everyone was healthy last year, we were running pretty much four wide receivers with with um, Waller out in the slot. That that's going to be Jacoby Myers this year. We're yeah. probably going to have a rookie tight end or one of these blocking free agents. But um, saving eleven million dollars and getting a third round pick. At the at that, um, I was I was okay with that. Uh, the contract, the way Ziggler's been doing these contracts has actually been kind of master class. I'm not gonna lie. Um, he, he saw what potential like these guys that from last year's team that might not fit the system, Derek Carr had an easy out of his contract, Hunter Renfro had an easy out in his contract. They're not gonna take that though. And um, Waller had an easy out in his. So these these contracts that Ziggler from the old regime said you know what these guys might not fit but let's try them for a year because they are talented players see if they fit if not next year we'll restart and unfortunately we had to restart but um I do I do like this move for Danny Jones um 15 touchdowns that that number is going to go up I mean they get a great player in Darren Waller and then follow it up with the mid the middest of players in Paris Campbell but you need (laughs) you need better wide receivers but yeah,
0: well, their wide receiver group is shoddy. Darren Waller is a big get for Daniel Jones. He's a big target in the red zone that, you know, outside of Isaiah Hodgins, they were really missing. So I, I think it'll do numbers for him as well. Big deals from free agency. I think we got to start with our guy, right? This is the the ring the alarm moment that I had just been, I've been waiting for. Uh, just three years in the making. Three years in the making, for sure. When we started the upside play, not to get sentimental on anybody, but it's been a a fun run for us. Um, And there's been a couple main storylines. One is that Vince thinks Jimmy Garoppolo fucking sucks. And your newest QB1 in Las Vegas.
2: Gucci Garoppolo.
0: On a pretty good team-friendly deal. Pretty team-friendly deal for Mm -hmm. you guys. But you get Devontae Adams last year. We put in the futures bets for you guys to win the AFC. I was ready. You were ready. Didn't happen. Derek Carr sucks. Who knew? But now you get Jimmy Garoppolo. You get my guy. The the screensaver to my laptop. But thoughts? You send you that over. Us?
2: Maybe jersey swap. Send that over. Jersey um, swap. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean it,
2: it. It starts with. Yeah, I I didn't like. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Um... I had to delete some tweets. Um, How many? Four.
0: That's it. Four.
2: That's it. I thought I, I I tried Jimmy G. I tried James Garoppolo. I tried Jimmy Garoppolo. I tried every single thing. It was only four. They were bad, but there were four. Um, <laughs> th- th- it comes down to the contract. 72 million over three years. I'll take that. You're gonna get the same production, probably less than the 18 turnovers that Derek Carr had last year, um, which is a big plus for this system. Um, you can kind of tell we had the press conference today that uh, Jimmy and, and McDaniel's are already on the same page. Um, it's it, it's going to be a tough watch, um, just because I know I hate Jimmy Garoppolo still. But if he wins, hey, QB one baby.
1: What's the uh, what's the shipping status on your Royal Retros
0: Jimmy G jersey?
2: Yeah, I don't uh... know if that's in the works.
0: He he actually got roasted by Dusty J on Twitter. Yeah, he put me in a
2: fucking body bag today. He, he actually
0: got roasted by by our by our sponsors. Uh yeah, I mean it's just like I said, poetic justice that yeah. Jimmy goes over to Vegas. Uh, I I know it I've been making fun of you, I genuinely think that you're you will be pleasantly surprised. Uh, a lot so. of the a lot of the NFL community sees the lowlights and the lowlights are really bad, but you guys have known me. I've said this for three, four years now. Jimmy G's pretty good, like eighty-seven percent of the time. The other thirteen percent, he is god awful, and you're gonna wanna you're gonna tweet out the drinking bleach meme a lot. Um, <laughs> but it's it's gonna be okay. I, I I think you guys are gonna be an eight plus win team. That's where we're gonna stack it at pre-draft Raiders mm. going eight plus wins. I want oh that uh, I want that team total. Maybe back in the business card bet, uh, well, but well, I, well. I really do think I think that with a guy like Devontae Adams getting Jacoby Myers, who can work over the middle. You're still adding pieces. Oh, mm-hmm. Tight end, you need to look out for. Yeah. I hope you guys get Darnell Washington. You're probably not going to. Sam Laporta, back into the second round, is a Jimmy G guy. Guess what college he went to? Iowa. Iowa. Jimmy likes the Iowa tight ends. Five Don't worry about it.
2: In the top 110 the Raiders have. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I said it. I think it was a different part or maybe it was trivia, but – I was excited for this offseason because it was the first time since we were in high school that we're going to have a different quarterback under center. Yeah. and it It's a quarterback that knows the system and can get the ball in the right spots at the right time. Derek was getting a little too aggressive, wasn't really comfortable in this system. We get it. Um, hasn't been the self since his foot injury in 2016. But you can tell this offense is based on trust and McDaniels trust Jimmy and Jimmy trust McDaniels. So... You kind of saw it with Stidham last year where, the, where he was kind of more aggressive and knew where McDaniels wanted the ball more than kind of the conservative approach that Carr had. So I am excited to see Jimmy play. Uh, don't clip that. I'm excited to see Jimmy play um, like kind of in the intermediate. The injuries do concern me, though. Injuries do concern me. We are probably going to draft a quarterback anyway. It's a two-year deal essentially with the, the void year at the end. Um but, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for this, for this upcoming. I'm more excited than I thought I was on Monday when I saw the Jimmy Garoppolo to Las Vegas. It took a couple days. I said, hey, guys, I'm not pawning for a couple days. I need to go into darkness. I need to find myself and see what's what's going on. But I am excited to see Jimmy play for Las Vegas.
0: Speaking of going into darkness, Aaron Rodgers is such an asshole. <sighs> I love yeah. it at this point. Um, and then we see the wish list thing, which he has since declined. That had happened, but... Um, Alan Lazard just went and signed with them. So now they have a deeper wide receiver room. You know what's funny though, how um
1: how Brett Favre is this though? You know, contemplating retiring a million times and going to play for the Jets. Hey, Vince, Dude, any break. any pot- potential Jets trade packages that you'd be comfortable with to send your boy Devontae over?
2: Don't put this on me. I'm already I'm already in depression mode right now. Do not put this on me.
1: I don't know. You guys <laughs> you guys have the holes. I'll take
2: some- I'll take 13 this year and probably a second
1: this year next year. Uh, any t- any free agents you guys still like out there whether for other teams or for your own teams?
0: Yeah, I, I have like a little list of what we still need. Um number 1 on my priority board, Robbie Gold. Please bring that yeah. guy back. We need offensive line depth. Um Mike McGlinchey as much as I roasted him at the beginning of this, he was a good right tackle. Um he got paid like he was a good right tackle, so we're definitely going to miss that. We have Colton McKivitz lined up right now to start at right tackle. I don't know if that's going to work. We have built offensive linemen before. Um, we're really good at developing both sides of the line, but I would appreciate if we went out and got someone. And there's guys out there, Cameron Fleming, Brandon Shell, two names. Um, 49ers, I would also like more money. Um, we, we've spent She's a lot of it. money. I, I, would, I would just like more money. Um, Arden Key, unfortunately, I, I really wanted him. He got paid. So, edge rushers. We we need some more edge rushing depth. We did get Vince's guy, Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, Cleveland Farrell.
2: You don't need anything.
0: Oh, we do. We do. We, and then we need a, a vet minimum at the DB somewhere. We need a Jason Barrett, something like that along the lines. But there, there are still big guys. Like I said, Dalton Schultz to the Raiders or to the Packers, both teams. Yeah. I think that he is one of the bigger ones left out there. Vince, what, what fish do you still want that's in the pond?
2: Any player that plays defense. Yeah. Any player any player if you're a national football league player and you play defense i want you or right or right guard i'll take yeah and i
0: I think maher you you guys are from what i've looked at the eagles cap um you don't have any more money to spend if you want to draft um and you guys have some good draft picks left so we can kick over to there um still more free agents to get through and we will do that but eagles you guys have the 10th overall pick and then something later in the first round Uh, what do you want to see off the board now that you have Darius Slay, James Bradbury back? (laughs) Obviously we have to see what happens with CJ, GJ, but if you guys end up getting him back, it can't be anybody in the secondary, right?
1: Um, I mean, you know, you could definitely draft a a young corner as long as they're – I think the Eagles have re-signed vets to a point to where we can still draft best player available. Like Uh, Jordan Davis. Yeah, like Jordan Davis, you know, and um, I know. Yeah, we could use maybe a young corner. We could use a safety. We um, our linebackers should be fine. We could use some interior. Mm-hmm. See, I think the thing to look forward to is yeah, you have a pretty elite team right now. But Jason Kelsey's going to be gone. Um, Lane Johnson will probably be gone. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, probably going to be gone. And, Fletcher um, Cox is back. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm I mean next year.
0: Oh, next year. Yeah. yeah, I'm
1: saying all these four guys can that are going to play on this team now can be gone next year. I know you got Cam Jurgens to replace Jason Kelsey, but then we just lost um, – looks like we're going to lose Isaac Smalu at our right guard. So um, I, we got a couple old guys that are probably pushing for one last run at back year that we're going to need to replace. So I'm um, all for best player available. I'd love that young guy Gonzalez. I don't remember his first name, the corner. Christian um,
0: Gonzalez, yeah. Yeah,
1: so I mean if he's there, that'd be cool. I'd say we hop on him. That's not really a Howie Roseman pick, but um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with this going anywhere.
0: When um, Bijan's had- there, I cannot imagine you guys not taking Bijan at, at ten. I know it's the, at thirty-one. I know oh, he's not. I don't think he'll be at thirty-one personally. Um, I know it's the all-time luxury pick, and we don't like to make luxury picks, but the Rashad Penny signing. It yeah. just like, it just smells like something else is in the works. And it is a, a, a lot of people do. I, I personally don't think it's the deepest RV as Everybody else does. Yeah. Um, but uh, the consensus around the league right now is that there's a lot of stud running backs in this class. So it, it could wait until later, but at yeah, it's, 10, just it's just one of those guy. things
1: too, that it's just um so unlike Howie Roseman. And as amazing as I think he would be there. And I do think he would be amazing there. It's one of those things, too, where we're in that situation to where, yeah, we'd love to have them, but we also have an offensive line that anyone could run behind. So yeah. we, do we do we want to use a luxury sure. pick on a guy like that? Facts. That you know, facts. whereas I would like someone, to be honest, not to go back to free agency, but I will a little bit. Um, there's a guy that I still love there, and I think he'd actually be better with the Niners, but I'd love to see him because he's cheap. I'd love to see playoff play Lenny, back, you know, <laughs> taking some carries. With, I think he'd be great with the Niners, just because he's he has something that the Niners running backs don't really have, but and that's
0: a third down power back. Let me drive it in your face, but but yeah, no, I I can see that Lenny. uh, I think Lenny's gonna go to a team that pays him a lot of money at this point. Wrap Uh, up his career, a fun free agent pick. That I you guys would need to clear cap space, but everybody can always clear cap space if the need is there. You guys lost every linebacker you have. Mm-hmm. Bobby yeah. Wagner's That's out there. Bobby. Bobby Wagner's there. I Bobby some Wagner's out going there. to Dallas. Um, I know
1: they have some linebackers that they feel like they've groomed. Um, speaking on N'Kobe Dean specifically, but mm-hmm. yeah, we
0: could definitely use a guy like Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner to just lead that defense because then you got a guy on every level of the field. That's why I, I talked about it a lot for the 49ers. We had a guy on every level of the field that makes big differences. Uh, linebacker core is the only weak part of your defense right now and it's not saying a lot because your front four is so nasty anyway mm-hmm. um but bobby wagner being out there eagles being in win now mode I, I could easily see him going there and it pissing off a lot of people because he was an all pro last year yeah. he is still a guy be a big get.
1: team friendly deal especially you know that's the good thing about having like an elite defense is that guys want to play there. They're willing to take less money, you know, and I'm sure Niners kind of have that same thing to where like Javon Hargrave took less money. It wasn't a team friendly deal, but it was less money because people think that they could, um, it's the best for ring chasers really. Yeah.
0: Uh, I I do want to talk about one team that I think has kind of flown under the radar, but they've on top of a fantastic draft class last year, they have just had a fantastic off season. It's the Seahawks.
1: Yeah. But oh. The
0: Seahawks. Oh, sorry. I don't I do not know who you are going to talk about. We'll get into that yeah. next. The Seahawks have just had a phenomenal, phenomenal offseason so far. They re-signed two defensive tackles, knowing that the 49ers, their game plan against them was to run through their fl- face and use play action.
1: And it um, worked.
0: It worked. But now they have Draymond Jones. They got him. He's a coveted defensive tackle. They bring him in from Denver. They re-sign Jaron Reed and they they just look like a good deep team. I think they went and got Jordan Love, Julian Love, yeah. uh, Julian Love at free safety, Jaron Reed, Evan Brown at the guard spot. They they got a lot of good guys. Devin Bush from Pittsburgh. Um,
2: oh wait, he went to Seattle.
0: He went to Seattle. Oh okay. They they got some guys over there. Um, they really do, and they really beefed up their defensive line. Um, so. For, I think it's a two horse race right now in the NFC West. I, I think a lot of people would agree on that. The Rams have kind of been selling. Oh, Jalen Ramsey.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Shit, yeah. I'm telling you guys, we've been overstimulated. Jalen Ramsey. Sorry. Before I forget again, let's go into Jalen Ramsey to Miami. How legit is that defense now? They just yes. keep on, they keep mm-hmm. on trading for guys. They get Bradley Chubb, Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey back there with two good safeties as well. Um, good offense if Tua can stay on the field. And I think we're all rooting for Tua to stay on the field at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, They've doubled down and said that he's their guy. There's a lot of quarterbacks that were available and they didn't really go after any of them. So I still think Lamar Jackson would be so perfect. And I hope they do it. uh, Cause Mike McDaniel can use speed, but the dolphins have only improved again. And I feel like this is the fourth year in a row where we're saying the dolphins have really improved.
2: Yeah. Really, I mean the Dolphins' defense was, and it wasn't even like, oh, the Dolphins' defense needs to be reworked. It was just two needs to be healthy, and then you go out and get Jalen Ramsey, who some people on this podcast say is washed, but not me. I think, I think, I think, uh, I think Jalen Ramsey is still a good player, and for a third and a guy with two career receptions, is it's a pretty solid deal.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say little, we could talk about the deal, the third round pick, and then Hunter Long. Uh, what, what if this is the Rams' thought process right now? It, it feels like they've over invested into Matt Stafford and now they're kind of paying for it. They won a Super Bowl, so you can't really say they're paying, but yeah, uh, that trade just didn't make a lot of sense to me. I get the cap hit, I get that he's 28, but Stephon Gilmore is 32 and still pretty productive. Mm-hmm. So
2: I really, I really, he's now a that.
0: cowboy too, right? Worth noting, yep.
2: I'm, I'm under the impression that that deal was. Any, any other team that wanted Rams needed to take on some of that contract, mm-hmm. or you know, the Rams needed to take on some of that contract. So they just took the first offer that the other team just took the full contract, and it ended up being a third pick, third round pick, and a tight end. So if that's what you can get and not have to pay Jalen Ramsey any money while you're in a the rebuild, then so be it. But um, he wasn't going to play there anyway, so might as well get something from him.
0: The, any other teams that you guys think have been a little lackluster through the first week of free agents? It's a long offseason. And so it's I'm, I'm not trying to project too early. But are there any teams that come to mind where you're a little surprised they haven't made more moves than we've seen? Uh, maybe a team like Cleveland. You know, I think a, a
1: team like Cleveland, they clearly didn't have like that chemistry going last year and it doesn't look like
0: they did. You know, unless I'm wrong, didn't do anything really at all. They got they got Dalvin Tomlinson from Minnesota because they, they were trying yeah, to improve yeah. their defensive line. So a, a good defensive tackle. They paid him very handsomely. Um, they got a edge rusher as well. But, yeah, outside of that, um, n- not the big boom uh, offseason we thought they were going to get. They got Mohurst too. Shout out my yeah. guy. I would say just uh, a lot yeah. of
1: AFC teams too. I mean, like Chargers probably. Needed, was the Chargers, yeah. Chargers yeah, came to mind for me as well.
0: Coach because I'm, I'm
1: looking at it on the outside looking in right now, these two conferences are so different. Like, Ooh, if, you look so different. At, if you look at the NFC, I think anyone will guarantee it's Eagles, Niners, and maybe Cowboys. And There's then, no quarterbacks in the no whole conference. There's no quarter. Jalen
0: Hurts, I think, is it's, the consensus best quarterback. And how crazy is it me saying that? Because I fucking hated Jalen yeah, Hurts two
1: years ago. Exactly. And he'd probably be, you know, barely in the top 10 in the AFC, as crazy as that sounds, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially as, like, a passer you know, but, um, you look at this AFC and I just, I'm just grateful not to be in it. I'll tell you that. They <laughs> are
0: loaded, dude. Yeah. Absolutely loaded. The AFC East. I don't know how we're going to, I can't wait until we have to break that down in five months. Cause who, who are we to yeah. say what's going to happen in the AFC East? Nobody knows. Um, and, and the fun part is the consensus worst team right now. If Aaron Rodgers does go to the jets would be the Patriots who have the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. So, The the AFC is just locked and loaded AFC North, who knows what's going to happen I'm I'm loving it AFC South will suck forever I think that it's going to be a fun fun. uh, A couple months from now We're going to be looking at it and be like, damn, this is dangerous Uh, Vikings are a team that I thought would be more aggressive Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like they lost a lot of guys Didn't add a lot of pieces back (laughs) Dalvin Cook could be out soon (laughs) Um, I think we've seen chirpings of Dalvin Cook Potentially to the Bills It'd be crazy would be nuts um they
2: tried a blocking tight end a backup blocking tight end for three years 21 million dollars
0: what's his name josh oliver, josh oliver. he has yeah. like
2: less than 10 catches uh,
0: I, I don't know they're a zone blocking team they've been drafting it that way for a while um so we'll see i don't know i am I'm, I'm not too in on josh oliver i did like byron murphy going there they overpaid him yeah. but i did like yeah. byron murphy going there um, they paid Marcus Davenport one year, 13 million. Guess how many sacks he had last year? Uh,
2: I'm going to guess one.
0: Zero. Um, got had, yeah, 0. 0.5, I guess. He um, had half a sack.
2: The uh, the team that I wanted to bring up when you said who had a good good offseason was the Detroit Lions. The, everything that they're doing is flying straight under the radar. Cam, uh, Cam Sutton from Pittsburgh to Detroit, three years, 33 million. That's a steal. They replaced Jamal Williams with David Montgomery. For about the same amount of money, Emmanuel Mosley, whatever you thought that they needed a quarter, they instantly went out and got two quarters. They're going, Ryan has a just Ryan thinks Bijan's going six. But that that team, the Detroit Lions are gonna be a good football team. We're gonna be talking about them in December, like maybe even potentially might be my pick to win the NFC North next year. But
0: they let me tell you, Vince, they have the third highest odds right now to win the NFC conference. Wow, are you serious? that's so bad. <laughs> they are behind only the Eagles and the 49ers, maybe the Cowboys. Actually, I have to relook at that. But they're top four, I will guarantee that right now, on odds to win the NFC championship. The, the Lions have had an immaculate offseason. You brought up Emmanuel Mosley. I'm always going to talk about my Niner guys. Mm-hmm. He, to start the year, he's coming off an ACL towards ACL. I think week six, something like that. He was phenomenal before that he was yeah. locking dudes down uh, tons of pass breakups. Traverius Ward was on the other side. So they had a good corner when there's a good corner on the other side and a known good corner, people are going to throw to the other side. E-man locked down hell of a deal. Um, I think that we could have signed him for 6 million, but I think he wanted out because he mm-hmm. wanted to show that he's a guy and I think that the Lions did finally get a guy at corner. Cam Sutton's a guy, but both sides might be locked down right now. They're both younger, Um, big, big offseason. For the NFC North in general, Packers are still waiting. We just talked about how the Vikings, you know, they're a little lackluster. Bears and the Bears and the Lions. Fucking muddies. There is a very realistic chance that these two teams, it's just a complete flip. Bears and Lions could lead the NFC North. Vikings and Packers could easily be at the bottom of it. It's shouldn't be a hot take anymore. The off seasons that they have had are crazy. The Bears are—they have the most money to spend right now. Still, um,
2: he signed eleven players, and they still have forty-four million dollars cap space.
0: Dude, there's there's just a lot of stuff that could still happen. I really like what the Bears are doing. I still think they're a year away. But um, Lions, man, Lions are going to be a lot of fun. The fight in Dan Campbell's—they they have a lot going for him right now. Yeah, a lot, lot going. Uh, we're creeping at 50 minutes, so I, I think that there's still more free agents. Um, you know, you guys can go click on. It's a ton of moves. I think there's been over a hundred moves. I do want to shout out Zudo's Falcons. They are finally investing into the trenches. Um, they re-signed both their star guys, Caleb McGarry, Chris Lindstrom. They're both back. Um, they paid them handsomely, but they're both back. Um, And I think that's a league wide thing. We're seeing more money being invested in the trenches. And it's because of teams like the 49ers and like the Eagles that were so dominant and they made it so far because of that elite line play. And just to close out here, you know, we're, we're going into the draft. I think we'll have a full draft pod. Um, But Vince, you guys are sitting there at seven. I wish I had a comment, but I don't pick until I think 99. What do you think you guys are doing at seven?
2: Yeah, I mean starting off, we we all thought quarterback, but you're looking at the draft now. Maher brought it up earlier. The first four picks in the NFL draft could be quarterback, 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 which leads us to all the defensive players to choose from. Or a nice little trade back and get some more picks for this little rebuild, maybe maybe a 2024 first if we move back far enough. Mm-hmm. But I, I really want I really want one of those corners. Um Jalen Carter is intriguing, but... (laughs) Lots of
0: problems there.
2: Something about a player (laughs) who has legal trouble involving a car crash probably doesn't interest the Raiders. Um, A move back for a guy like Cancy or Brisee, Miles Murphy, kind of like those players um, like that can pick up more draft. We have 12 draft picks in this draft. Um, Could easily move up and down, make the board, um, whatever you want it, but the first... Three rounds need to be defense.
0: Yeah, I think you guys need to go defense as well. I think you're in a really good spot. And just because Mm -hmm. what we said about the quarterbacks, I think the Bears are in a really good spot too because they traded down and they have a legit shot at maybe getting the guy that they would have gotten anyway. Um, But there's a a lot of good edge rushers. I think there's a lot of good offensive line in there. Two things that, you know, the Raiders do have Max Crosby, but they can improve on that edge. Uh, Lots of good things happening for you. Maher, if there's one move that your team can make right now to kind of, I wouldn't say cap off, but that you would feel most gratified with the Eagles doing, what do you think it would be?
1: Find a way to get CJC back. You know, I I think, um, you know, you. I never really thought about the Bobby Wagner thing until you guys mentioned it. That'd be beautiful. Um, He's one of those just humble, hardworking, great work ethic guys that I like, you know. Um, But I'm I'm sitting pretty right now, to be honest, with our two first-round picks. Um, I'm, I'm a happy camper. Maybe get a nice little wide receiver three and a guy like uh, you know someone that just anyone that can catch the ball as much bring as Alex. I like yeah, bring up Milo Mac Hollander reunion. as much as I like Quez Watkins and I like to give him another shot, We do need someone there that can catch the ball and hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. He's been um he's either fumbled a critical critical catch that lost us our first loss of the year or uh, dropped the really important ball in the Super Bowl. So um I kind of just don't want to look at him anymore. But <laughs> I'm I'm pretty satisfied, and I got all faith in Howie Roseman. He has, um, over the last few years, has really just proved – The best in the league. league. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. those great. And it's it's just amazing to see. So um, whatever they do, I'm confident that it will be the right move in the long term.
0: That's a good feeling. I think I, I always said last year, I was like, whatever Shanahan and Lynch do, I think I'm fine with. the Those guys I'd ride with, I'd run through a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned a wide receiver. I just have to bring it up. DeAndre Hopkins is going to get traded at some point, guys. It's going yeah. to happen. Um, the Cardinals have no business using him at this point, and he's a he's a hot commodity. So look out for that. Um, and
2: potentially Brandon Cooks too. I was when I was looking at the Lions, I thought Brandon Cooks and the Lions could be a fucking. God be started
0: with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks requests a trade every three months. Mm-hmm. He's going to be. The he's never going to get traded for three. That'd be fucking <laughs> wild. <laughs> Uh, maybe a reunion back with the Rams too. I think is realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even an
1: OBJ reunion to the Giants. I mean, you know they. No, I it. think they're
0: out. I think they. Yeah. I think they said that they're out on him. Unfortunately, yeah, his price tags. Yeah, because they signed
2: Paris right Campbell. You don't need any other wide receivers. <laughs> with that fucking Paris Campbell. Who
0: OBJ knows, is like, a fun one. OBJ has is, been linked to the Jets.
1: Yeah. As, as much as I hate the the Cowboys. Uh, I I can definitely see them getting Hopkins or OBJ or both if they can't afford if they can make the space for it.
0: They if I had it, to I say got. my favorite to land Hopkins right now, I think it would definitely be the Dallas Cowboys. It can you
1: imagine that. Cowboys having Hopkins, CD Lamb, and maybe OBJ? And if they
2: no. don't, who's draft one <laughs> of the top guys? <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but yes. Uh, and then lastly, just for Niners, we we checked in on your guys' teams. I mm-hmm. like I said, we need Robbie Gold back. We got Cleveland Farrell former first round pick losing O'Manahue so, there was very, very big for us. Um, he was a stud. Ebukam was a stud. There's a lot of guys that are leaving. Um, so I'm just hoping that we round out the, you know, the edge rusher position. We round out the offensive line. I do think that will package two of those comp picks to move up somewhere yeah, in be, yeah. either the early third or the late second. Um, and I, I think we're going to get a nice offensive tackle there. Let's that see. is today. Oh, go ahead. You got anything else?
2: No, I'm just saying that this this offseason for the Eagles, the 49ers, the Falcons, and the Raiders has just been fun. Like, yeah. Like it's just one of those years where it's like every team has an excitement. Maher's coming off the Super Bowl. The 49ers would have been in the Super Bowl if they had even just one more competent quarterback. Sorry, Maher. Thank you. The Falcons literally could just <laughs> sign a player, and they'd be like, oh, that's a position of need. The Raiders finally got a like, different quarterback since 2014. It, it's one of those off seasons where it's kind of like this is this shit's kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Me and Maher, we, we came a long way. You know, I, I, I hated the Eagles for about two weeks. No, not even uh, about a week and four days. And then I wanted to win the Super Bowl. I think with every one of our teams right now, I, I genuinely want them to do good. The yeah. Eagles, I don't want them to do good enough. But um, Raiders got my guy, Jimmy. The Falcons suck just enough to where I could want them to do good. Go to RoyalRetros.com. Like I said, this is the best time to get your jersey. Season is, is like five, six months away. Promo code upside play, ten percent off your order. Thank you guys so much. Go Niners, go birds, go Raiders, mainly Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll see what the Have a good one.